Welcome to Going Rogue, the podcast where we will be discussing roadway safety, distracted driving, and the law of slow down move over. We will ultimately be answering the essential question, do the laws that have been placed on roadways and drivers effectively create a safe driving environment for licensed drivers and first responders? Some background, the law of slow down move over is extremely overlooked, especially in regards to EMTs and firefighters. In 2017 alone, 15,145 fire department vehicles were struck in roadside collisions. This led to 1,080 injured firefighters, 18 deaths, and 10 firefighters struck directly by a vehicle. This all boils down to distracted driving and not recognizing the law of slow down move over. We will delve deeper into this issue as I interviewed three individuals, an emergency service worker, an insurance worker who is behind the consequences of these accidents, and an everyday driver. My name is Riley French, and thank you for tuning in to Going Rogue. Here's our first interview. Okay. Hi, how are you today? Hi, I'm great. Great. Can you introduce yourself? Tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do. Uh, my name is Bruce Eagle. I run Eagle Towing. We've been in business for 27 years, and we service the, the citizens of Chesterfield County. There you go. Um, and you are the owner and operator of Eagle Towing? Yes, ma'am. All right. So, as the owner and operator of Eagle Towing, can you tell me some things that you have witnessed throughout the years of towing cars and seeing accidents? Um, just tell me some observations that you've had. There are many observations over the past 27 years, and it's, I mean, I, you, you can't tell me anything that we haven't seen in, in this business from, um, you know, speeding tri- tickets and people getting their cars towed for uh, illegal activity to fatality accidents. Interesting. Very, very interesting. But can you, can you tell me some more about uh, what you've witnessed with your first responders on the roads and how when you're on the side of the road with other first responders, how the other drivers on the roadways act? So in most recent years, the state of Virginia, um, through the General Assembly, adopted a law called the Slow Down Move Over Law. And it is intended to have motorists on the roadways to move over one lane or slow to a reasonable rate in an effort to protect the first responders that are working on the side of the roads. So do you think that that is happening, that that is being followed? Um, In most recent times, it is being followed probably 20% of the time. Okay. How do you think we can enforce that better? How do you think we could help other drivers recognize this law and move forward with it? Well, uh, VDOT and state police uh, and other first responding agencies have put out public safety announcements or PSAs, Mm -hmm. public service announcements, um, to try to educate the public on the slow down move over law. However, it doesn't seem to be working with just public service announcements. Mm -hmm. So do you have any ideas of how we could effectively communicate this with the community? They need more public safety announcements. They need um, something that, and and I don't know what would be the answer to educate the public on what this law is and what it's about and what it's for. Um, The problem with this law is enforcement of it. Mm -hmm. Um, There is very little enforcement of the slow down move over law. 
And generally the reason being is because if you have one officer out with a, a stopped vehicle, a disabled vehicle, a disabled motorist sitting on the side of the road, um, that one officer is obligated to stay with that vehicle. Um, when people don't slow down and move over, uh, he doesn't have an opportunity to go after them and educate them on the law or cite them for the violation. So do you feel this violation of the law is more of a they don't understand or know the law or more of an ignorance of the law? I, I Actually, I think it's both. Um, as a matter of fact, we actually had an incident. Um, it's probably been a year and a half ago right here on Poet Parkway where um, I think it was actually me that was loading the car and I had a trooper behind me. And we had a car come very close to us. Uh, and I told him I was good if he was going to go after him. So the trooper went after him and stopped him further up the road. And uh, before I could complete loading that car, he had come back and had told me that uh, it was actually an off-duty state trooper that went with that violation past us very closely. And I assume that he knew the law, he just ignored it? That's correct. That state trooper knew the law, but he decided to ignore it. He he felt like he uh, knew what he was doing when he was driving his vehicle. Mm, okay. Um, and this doesn't just affect police officers and towers, but it also affects um, medical workers. Do you think that they are often overlooked in this law as well? They are very often overlooked, and it is very evident if you watch the news. Uh, every few weeks, it seems like that a fire truck or a, um, a rescue squad is being struck by a vehicle on the side of the road. And you will probably more often see fire trucks being struck because those are often used as blocker vehicles. So when you have an accident on the roadways or on the interstates, um, the fire trucks are often used to block for the first responders that are working the accident um, to protect them uh, or an effort to help protect them from uh, vehicles that do not obey or motorists that do not obey the law or are obviously distracted or not paying attention to mm -hmm. their driving. Um, most recently, it's been about three weeks ago, uh, the driver ran into the back of a parked fire truck that was working a crash scene on the side of 95 um, just, uh, just south of um, the Petersburg area. Uh, and that motorist was killed. So they plowed into the back of a fire truck and, and died as a result of not paying attention or not following the law. So along with that notion of distracted driving, how do you think that affects the roadways and this law of slow down, move over? Well, Virginia has, has recently passed uh, laws about using your cell phones while driving. Um, they've tried to make it um, more safety conscious by... Uh, changing laws to say that you uh, cannot hold your phone or use your phone while you're driving. You must have hands-free devices. And in my observations, um, this has done nothing, absolutely nothing to make things better. Um, if the people that are listening to this, to this interview, um, when they're driving down the road, if they would just turn and look at the person next to them as they pass, you will find out that there are so many people 
on their phones. They're holding their phones. They're looking at their phones. They're sending text messages. Um, they're using their phones for everything. And I don't believe that they are following the law at all. Um, and all that does is create more distracted driving and more dangers for any any workers that are working on the roadway, not just um, towing and state police or county police or your fire and EMS workers. It's also VDOT workers, um, contractors that work on the side of the road, putting in uh, Fios cable or um, any kind of worker that is working on the roadside. Mm-hmm. And do you... Do you think that this is a demographic thing as in young people are more likely to do this than old people or is it just an all-around distracted driving issue? I hadn't thought about that before, but I do agree that um, the, I think the young, and when I say young, you, you know, assuming driving age. So if I were to speculate on a, uh, an age range for the distracted driving, I would say 16 uh, and maybe not so much 16 because 16s are new drivers. They're trying to be very uh, conscious of their surroundings and what's going on in most cases. But I I would say 17 to, um, I would say 17 to 50. I feel like people that are, uh, that are over 50 uh, in their 50s, 60s, 70s, they're that, age group is not as uh, apt to using smartphones as the uh the the generations from you know early age to to mid 40s i would think okay interesting so back to our essential question do you believe that the laws that have been put in place for roadways and drivers effectively keeps drivers safe not only drivers safe but also our emergency workers no i don't believe the laws keep uh the the law is is intended to keep uh keep first responders safe on the roadways but i do not believe the law is effective at keeping first responders safe on the roadways and what can what have you done about this issue well me personally we have um we have hosted slow down move over um awareness rallies uh, several years ago we got the uh chesterfield county involved with us um in a national um there's a national move to bring awareness to slow down move over in every state Um, that group came here to chesterfield we partnered with them and in turn uh, partnered with chesterfield county and they assisted us in coordinating a a parade type event um, to promote the slow down move over law we ended up with over 80 tow trucks fire trucks uh, and EMS vehicles, uh, as well as police cars, um, involved in this parade. And we went from Hull Street and Courthouse Road in Chesterfield, um, down Hull Street, down 288 uh, to 295, and ended up passing the torch on to the next, um, the next event provider or, or coordinator of this slow down move over law effort uh, to an- another company in Dinwiddie County. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for interviewing. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> wow. 
So now that we've heard from someone who is a professional in the field, who is on the roads every day, seeing things, noticing things, and is highly affected by things such as distracted driving and slowing down and moving over, I'd like to hear from someone who is a little less connected to the situation in a sense that he's not on the roads witnessing these things every day in the capacity that Bruce is. However, he insures towing companies um, in a sense that these sorts of activities harm them and can make insurance rates go up. And I'd, I'd like to hear his input on the situation. All right. Thank you so much again. How are you today? I'm well. It's a beautiful day. It is. Can you just introduce yourself real quick and tell me what you do for a living and just all that jazz? My name is Floyd Mays. I uh, run an insurance agency uh, that specializes in insuring small businesses. Um, We insure about 2,000 small businesses, and a major part of what we do involves the towing industry. And we insure a lot of tow trucks. And we are unquestionably the number, we're the biggest provider of tow trucks insurance in Virginia. That is awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with some questions for you. My first question is in, so before I get started, the essential question that we're trying to answer today is do you believe that the laws that have been placed on drivers and roadways effectively protect um, first responders, as in like police officers, firefighters, EMS, tow truck drivers, etc.? Um, my first question, though, is have you seen an increase in the last five years of emergency response vehicles being struck on the side of the roadways? Say that again? Have you seen an increase in the last five years or so of emergency response vehicles being struck on the side of the roadways? Honestly, I, I don't know that I have. It's, you know, the data was the data is more reliable now than it used to be, but I cannot honestly say that I've seen more but since you know there are more drivers out there the odds are that there probably are more getting struck mm-hmm. and so what do you think is the biggest cause of these accidents number one cell phones and do you think distracted driving is a huge it is a huge problem of course but do you think it's a huge problem among all the demographics of life like as in um older people versus younger people or do you think it's just it's a more of a maturity thing that you have to grow into no i think it's all all phases i mean young people old people i don't know who the worst offenders are but they're all doing it mm-hmm. and so since you are an who urgent I most, who i see doing who i personally see doing it most is is uh women and that appear to be uh, ages 25 to 40. interesting and you see that through your insurance? No, I see it because I'm, I'm, I'm on the road. <laughs> yeah. And because these laws that Virginia has placed, do you think that's done anything more for distracted driving or just it's kind of remained the same? Um, you know, I, I think it's, I actually think it has helped. It remains to be seen the impact, you know, it's going to take some time mm-hmm. to see if we have uh, an, an improvement in results, but I believe it has made a difference. I, I can tell you the ones talking on the phones now are more secretive about it. Mm-hmm. So there are plenty of them who are not holding the phones in their hand anymore. Uh, you know, they're, which, which, which helps undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. 
So you do agree that, like, when people can talk through their phones, like, through their car speaker, that helps with distracted driving? I do. It's not as good as not talking at all. It's better than holding the phone in your hand. That is true. Looking at something, you know, on the phone. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, So, going back to this um, accident scene. So, as an insurance person, how do you think these accidents um, affect insurance rates for towing uh, owner-operators? This is um, clearly the cost of litigation is up which means people are getting higher awards in court, and therefore the insurance premiums are driving up. Now, frankly, in the, relative to the towing business exclusively, in my agency, we've seen a decline, and it, but it has not reflected in the price of insurance yet. Mm-hmm. Overall, insurance prices are going up, uh, which tells me that maybe there are not more accidents, but the accidents that happen are more expensive. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, do you have any first-hand knowledge of these incidents on the roadways that may jack up the price of insurance? Um, well, we had a we had a case uh, recently where uh, an, el- an elderly couple um, traveling in the left lane of a four-lane highway a four-lane divided highway, uh, saw a school bus on the shoulder of the road <clears throat> parked, no lights on. We discovered later that the school bus driver had pulled over to make a cell phone call. Uh, the people stopped because they saw the school bus on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And, and a tow truck plowed into the back of them. Oh, man. Yes, and killed one, and the other was in intensive care for about 30 days and ultimately died. Mm. That was a million dollar suit. Oh my gosh, I bet. That should never have happened. Mm-mm. So how do you think we can start to prevent these types of accidents and make the roadway safer? Well, we can start taking driver's license away from these old people for one time. <laughs> 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 Come on now, Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's the question again? Just how do you think we can help these dist- like this distracted driver scene and start to enforce the slow down, move over law um, better? That's a good question. <laughs> I-, I think enforcement, I mean, I don't know anything other than enforcement. You know, people don't like to get tickets. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the police, I mean, you know, they don't want to give a ticket because everybody hates them these days. Right. So we have, you know, I'm on the highway. Uh, your, your dad is out there, too. And, uh, you know, here we are in a 70-mile limit. And if you're not running at least 80, you're going to get run over. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, you know, that's just an example. Uh, but um, taking action on, for example, um, the, the law that all the towers are concerned about, you know, slow down, move over. Uh, and I know they're writing tickets on that, and people are talking about it. And that will have an impact. Mm-hmm. When they see the blue lights and the yellow lights, I tell you, I pay attention to it. I mm-hmm. think I always did, but I am much more aware of it now. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't want a ticket. 
Right. And um, the same about the uh, cell phone use. That uh, you can't hold it in your hand anymore is, and I believe they're enforcing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's going to have that will ultimately have a favorable impact. But I'll tell you the biggest thing that's going to have an impact on uh, accidents is the is the uh, self-driving uh, automobiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as automation in automobiles expands beyond where it is now, uh, it's going to be phenomenal. I'll, I'll give you a good example. The car that I drive is uh, five years old now, but it has what they call driver assist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, several features, for example, uh, if I had my cruise control on, it me a certain distance behind the car in front of me, no matter how fast that car is going. Oh, wow. So it reduces the risk of me running into the back of someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, if, I, if I'm on my cell phone talking to you and I run off the road a little bit or get close to the edge, it, put, it kicks me back on. Oh. Uh-huh. So and that that's five years old. Wow. The cars that are out there now that have this kind of feature on it, I think, are have to be much better. Mm-hmm. And as it gets on more and more cars, the price of it is going to come down. Mm-hmm. So when this car was made, it was pretty expensive, but it's got to be, you know, 50% less now. So I think that is actually going to be a significant factor in reducing the number of accidents. I agree. I think that's pretty crazy. I look at, like, the Tesla cars are, like, basically self-drive, and I always wonder how that's going to affect, like, moving forward accidents in the roads. Yes. It, it really does make a difference. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, super cool. So just one more question, going back to the essential question that we began with. Do you think that, one, do you think the roads are safe more, more now than they were five years ago? And two, do you think the laws that have been placed on drivers and roadways um, effectively create a safe environment for not only licensed drivers but for our um, first responders on the side of the road? If, if I understand the question, I do believe that vehicles on the highway are safer today than they were five years ago, mm-hmm. or, 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 you know, in the past. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do believe the laws on the books make driving safer today than it was in the past, but still have a long way to go. So now after hearing from two professionals in the field, I'd like to hear from someone who is just normal per se, um, a person who is just on the roads observing things and not quite in the know as much as these two men were. Um, and she is also an adult so she can testify to what an adult's view of this is as compared to a teenager's view of the roads. Hi, how are you today? Good, and you? I'm good. Can you introduce yourself? My name is Sarah Jones. Hi, Sarah Jones. What do you do for a living? I'm a teacher. Nice. Okay. Well, it's very nice to meet you. As a driver on the road, what are some observations that you have had? Um, I think that um, we are seeing more people definitely following too closely. It makes me super nervous on the roads because I feel like people are always like right behind me. Um, And then you still see a lot of people, I guess, texting or being on their phone while they're driving. 
And I think that there was a law that was passed earlier this year that made that illegal. Um, and there's still a lot of that that it does seem to take place. And so people are distracted and it kind of just makes it seem like it's really unsafe. Um, and there's a lot more people on the road too. So the roads are really busy. I drive around Hull Street um, and it just seems really congested all the time. Yeah, that's. I think that's totally agreeable. There are a lot of people on the roads and not a lot of people are following the rules, especially that new law that was passed about distracted driving. Um, speaking of laws being passed, do you happen to know anything about the slow down move over law? I have heard of the slow down move over law. And I understand that when you approach a vehicle that is on the side of the road, especially one of the emergency vehicles that has flashing lights, you're supposed to move into another lane if there is one available. Um, and then I think as a courtesy, I'm not sure if it's a law, if there's a car broken down the side of the road, you should probably move over for them as well. Um, so yes, I am familiar. I didn't realize it was a law, but yes, I have heard the phrase before. I don't think people really do it. Um, I try to do it as much as I can, but I don't feel like it's really um, that people do what they're supposed to do, especially if it's a law that's in place. Okay, very interesting. And you say you try to do it as much as possible? Yes, there are times I do believe, like when you're on the highway. Well, certainly I do it all the time, I suppose, because if if I can't get into the next lane, I do slow down. So, um I always would move over if I could, but I do at least slow down when I approach something like that um, in the meantime. But there are times, I suppose, when there's a car in the other lane and you may not necessarily be able to get over, but I do slow down to pay attention. Awesome. What experiences on the road have you had um, in regards to distracted driving? Um, I live on a very small two-lane road that's rather windy. I have been run off of the road a couple of times by people who I would assume were on their phones and not paying attention. They will drift over into oncoming traffic, um, which really presents a, a big problem because where I live, there aren't any shoulders. So if you run completely off the road, you'll be in the woods. Um, so that's a major experience that I deal with probably at least once a month where somebody will start to drift into my lane. And that's where I think I see the majority of it is back where I live. And do you think that distracted driving is the major cause of most accidents and vehicles being struck nowadays? I expect that it is a major cause um, because I think we try to multitask when we're in our car. We're going you know, somewhere and we're thinking about something else. So I think people innocently maybe sometimes pick up their phone thinking they'll send a text or they'll make a quick phone call or they'll check a website. Um, and maybe other times people just don't care. But yes, I do believe that a lot of the accidents and maybe the majority of them are based upon distracted driving. And I do think that cell phone use is a major cause of that. So in regards to distracted driving and the demographic of distracted driving, do you think it is a younger, older issue as opposed to just an entire generation issue? Um, I do believe that the younger generation, because they are much more savvy with their technology, and uh, in my own opinion, they often feel like they are, they won't get hurt. Like they just feel like they're, they're indestructible, so to speak. Um, I do think that maybe they are a larger portion of the problem, only because they feel like they're, they're not, it's not going to happen to them. 
Um, so yes, I think that the younger generation in particular are contributing largely to the problem. Um, but I do believe that everyone to some capacity probably contributes um, because if you look while you're driving, you do see a variety of people in age groups. But if I had to base it upon a guess, I would say the younger generation probably is the larger factor. And I'm sure as a teacher, you see that often, your, your students being connected to technology. Yes, completely. Mm-hmm. Down to little teeny ones all the way up to, to college kids. It's, it's, in, it's incredible now how much everybody is tied into technology. And do you think you participate in distracted driving by any means? Uh, yes, I am guilty of, of using my phone um, at times when I shouldn't have. I have become more aware of the dangers and the risks. I do not use it now. I have a, um, a Bluetooth that I can talk on the phone to someone through my car so I don't have to hold my phone. And especially now that it is a law that we can't use our phones, I, I pay a lot more attention because I understand the police can pull you over just for that offense and give you a ticket. So I forgot to mention this earlier, but our central question that we're trying to answer is, do you believe that the laws that have been placed on drivers and roadways effectively create a safe driving environment for not only licensed drivers, but our emergency service vehicles on the side of the road? Do you have an opinion on that? How do you, the, basically what I'm asking you is, do you think that the laws that are placed on us keep us safe effectively? I think that there was good intention with putting the laws in place. Um, Speaking from a citizen, I do not see enforcement of the laws in the way that you see enforcement for speeding, um, expired registrations, expired inspections. So the police, I know, will, will be very active to pull drivers over for violations such as those. I do not know of anyone um, and I have not been made aware of anybody um, who's ever been pulled over for using their phone or for not slowing down and moving over. So while I think there are positive laws in place to help um, the problems that people are seeing, I think that we need more enforcement of those laws to make them more effective. Because if they're not enforced, people are not going to respect them because there's no need for them to listen if they know they're not going to get in trouble. And do you know if do you know of a way that we could enforce it better? I suppose since the police department are the ones who are responsible for um, maintaining and ensuring that the laws are abided by, I suppose um, more police presence, um, doing they do speed traps on highways and on roadways, possibly doing a trap such as that to start to send a message. Maybe um, if, the, if there were public service announcements on television or on the radio that people could hear um, and they could see. Also, if there were personal stories that people could read. I know a lot of people pay attention to Facebook and Instagram and um, maybe if there were some real real stories about the hazards of um, distracted driving, so for the slow down move over and also for just the you know, the accidents in general, maybe if we made them more personal, people might pay more attention. Well that makes sense. Thank you so much for having a conversation with me today, Ms. Jones. I really appreciate it.
So I would like to say a few final thoughts in regards to this whole issue. Um, you haven't had a teenager's perspective, but here I am and I'll give mine. Um, I do think in regards to distracted driving, that is a huge issue. Um, it seems like there was some opinion amongst the other interviewees um, about the demographic of distracted driving and what they thought of. Personally, I feel like it's an all-around issue. I feel like there are distracted teenagers and there are distracted adults and they, there's no genuine in-between. I think it's interesting that Floyd saw a difference between men and women, that men were more likely to be on their phones or read books or a newspaper while they're driving and women are more, more likely to check their appearance and put on their makeup and while they're driving. Um, and I think that it's interesting that these are things that can wait. These are things that you don't have to do in that very moment. They're not dire needs um, to distract yourself in a car. Um, it's something that can wait till after you're out of the vehicle or when you're at your destination. There, there are things that you don't have to put your life at risk to just do in that moment. And I think it's interesting that a, a lot of people are willing to put their lives on the line just to put on some lip gloss or to read the daily news or to see the article your friend sent you on Facebook Messenger. Um, I do think that it's an issue and it creates definitely a bad driving environment. And I think that because it this new law in Virginia is not very enforced. Um, people are going to continue to dis drive distracted and continue to put not just their lives at risk, but everyone else on the roads, their lives at risk as well. In regards to this law of slow down, move over with our first responders, I think that this is a law that is definitely overlooked, um, but in the sense that it's overlooked for our EMS, firefighters, tow truck drivers, and any other first responder on the side of the road. I think there is a fear instilled with police officers, so you are more likely to abide by that law when there's, there's a police officer on the side of the road with the flashing lights. Um, but I do believe that this is a law that's overlooked, especially in regards to our firefighters. Like Bruce said, they are more likely to be struck just because distracted driving and they're just kind of trying to protect the roadways. People don't know that it's there um, and they just hit it. I think that's extremely important to start to recognize for our firefighters and EMS workers. Um, and I think that the lack of enforcement of this law definitely creates a negative driving environment for them. Um, the amount of emergency service workers that are struck on the side of the road every year is incredible. And I think that we should continue to find this balance between distracted driving and safe driving and also make sure that we are paying attention to all laws that we are trying to find. With this slow down move over law it is not taught in the driver's ed curriculum um when i was in driver's ed there was no module about it there was i went through the textbook there was no textbook work about it nothing this law is not very widely known and i think that is also a huge issue when abiding by this law is that people don't really know about it and i think creating some sort of engagement in this law or like some sort of public service message as sarah said it would work really really well in regards to trying to create a safer driving environment and 
I think what Bruce said was very interesting about the cop, the off-duty police officer who got pulled over by the other police officer because he thought he was above the law. In this case, in this case, he knew the law very well and he just thought he was above it because it doesn't get enforced, which shows us that that cop doesn't enforce the law when he is on duty. And there you go again with this whole, it's not going to get enforced and no one's going to abide by it sort of thing. Um, So yeah, Um, my final thought is that I think that we came to a general consensus of with all the other interviewees that the laws that are put in place do help create a driving a safe driving environment for experienced drivers and our um, service workers but it doesn't effectively create that because it lies in enforcement and it's not being enforced and I think to create a safer driving environment in my personal opinion it starts with the drivers it doesn't have to start with law enforcement um as drivers on the roads, we need to look out for not only ourselves, but everyone else in the roadways and recognize that everyone else has a family, has children, mothers, daughters, you know, they have family who will love and miss them if they're gone. And we need to think about our actions before we create them and think about what could be caused by the actions that we take while behind the wheel. So thank you so much for listening to Going Rogue and I hope you enjoyed it.